0: Well, hello out there. Welcome back to another episode of the Crossroad Connection podcast. I'm so happy you're joining me today. On today's podcast, I'm going to talk a little bit about eternity amnesia and what does that mean. So listen in and find out. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. And I like to do these devotionals every now and then. And as I was reading this one today, I just thought I have to share this with you guys because I find myself for sure in this season of my life thinking this way. And I have a feeling I'm not the only one. So I'm back in Paul David Tripp's book, New Morning Mercies, a daily gospel devotional. And if you haven't checked out anything from Paul David Tripp, I encourage you to read some of his writings. He's He's a very great, great author. and So today I'm going to share this with you. The title of this message is, Are You Experiencing the Schizophrenia of Having Eternity Hardwired into Your Heart, But Living as If This Moment is All There Is? It is sad how many people constantly live in the schizophrenic craziness of eternity amnesia. We were created to live in a forever relationship with a forever God Forever. We were designed to live based on a long view of life. We were made to live with eye on now, one eye on now, and one eye on eternity. You and I simply cannot live as if we were put together to live without forever. But so many people try. They put all their hopes and dreams in the right now. Right now situations, locations, possessions, positions, and people of their daily lives. They load moment after moment with undeliverable expectations. They ask people to what people this side of eternity will never be. They demand that a serious broken world deliver what it could never deliver, even if it were not broken. They fail to recognize that at the bottom of all of this drivenness and insanity is an expectation that now can be the paradise it will never be. It's wonderful for you to have a good marriage, but it will never be a paradise. It's great to have a good relationship with your children, but they will never deliver paradise to you. That beautiful house that began decaying from the moment it was built will not be your paradise. Those still flawed people around you will not deliver your paradise-like relationships. In forgetting who you are, forgetting how you were designed to live, forgetting who God is, and forgetting what is to come, you make yourself and those around you crazy. Your eternity amnesia makes you unrealistically expectant, vulnerable to temptation, all too driven, dependent on people and things that will only disappoint you, and sadly, susceptible to doubting the goodness of God. Recognizing that eternity that is to come allows you to be realistic without being hopeless. And hopeful when things around you don't encourage much hope. The evidence is clear. There just has to be more to this life than this. This broken, sin-scarred mess can't be all there is. And scripture's clear this is not paradise, and it won't be. Rather, this moment is a time of preparation for the paradise that is to come, where everything that sin has broken will be fully restored to what God originally intended it to be. Is there schizophrenia in your living? Do you make your hunger for paradise a form of insanity by coupling it with forgetfulness about what's to come? Do you load paradise-like expectations into fallen world moments? Does your eternity amnesia tempt you to question the goodness of God? Pray for grace to remember God and the unending end he has written into the story of all who put their trust in him. Long view living is wise living. Long view living is Godward living. Long view living is hopeful living. Long view living will make you thankful for grace. Wow, I've, I have a strong feeling that we do live in a schizophrenic form of forgetfulness. That this is not our home. This is not the end for us. And I think it's easy to get discouraged sometimes with that. But I want to go ahead and and further this uh, topic a little more in Ecclesiastes 3. Good old Solomon in Ecclesiastes. I wish sometimes he was a little more positive, but here we go. Ecclesiastes 3.1 There is a time for Everything and a season for every activity under the heavens a time to be born and a time to die a time to plant and a time to uproot a time to kill and a time to heal a time to tear down and a time to build a time to weep and a time to laugh a time to mourn and a time to dance a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing a time to search and a time to give up A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear, a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. And his point, Solomon's point in this section was that God has a plan for all people. So he provides cycles of life, each with its work for us to do. And although we may face many problems that seem to contradict God's plan, these should not be barriers to believing in him. Rather, they are opportunities to, to discover that without God, life's problems have no lasting solutions. So I hope this encouraged encouraging today. If you're starting to feel a little stuck in this world and a little like I can't quite see what's on the horizon... We know as Christians we have a great hope and a great future in heaven one day with our Lord and Savior, and that all the things of this world will pass. As Solomon says in Ecclesiastes, there's a time for everything under the sun. So I hope this encourages you today to keep looking that long-view life of what's yet to come. Well, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast, and I hope you got a lot from The devotion that I shared with you about having amnesia for eternity. Just remember that today, in this world, this crazy world we live in, it is not our home. Our home is with Jesus in heaven and someday on the new earth that Jesus will make for us. So I hope that was a real encouragement today. I want to give you a little update on the first two days of our core week. So we had a great meal at the Catholic Church Monday night. And we had a wonderful, wonderful ice cream social at the Waters Nursing Home on Tuesday. So now we're looking ahead. Today, um, depending on what time you listen to this, we will have made laundry soap at 1 o'clock. And the county jail meal happened today. So we're very thankful for all the volunteers who have come out and helped so far this week of CORE. Tomorrow night, or tomorrow during the day, I'm going to start with, is the um, Ruth House We're going to do some lawn care, some painting, and serve them lunch. So if you're interested in getting um, involved in that, just show up at the Ruth House um, tomorrow morning. We'd be happy to have you. And if you don't know where that's at, just call the church office, 268-0088, and we will get you that, that information. Thursday night... At um, 6 to 8 p.m., there's going to be a group of people go out and pick up trash at the boat ramps, the Greene County boat ramps. And if you'd also like to have any information on that, just give the church office a call, and we'll get you connected with Katie Harrison. She's going to lead that group. Stephanie is working every day this week, Monday through Thursday, with the kids from 9 a.m. to 11. They're making crafts. They're going to take some stuff to the... um, the nursing home, the Envy nursing home on the north side of town and sing to them. I think that's such a wonderful ministry that she's working on with the kids. So I I thank everybody who's come out. Don't forget that Saturday we're going to sponsor the day at the pool. So if you've yet to go out and visit the beautiful new city pool, go out, take your family. Crossroads is going to pick up the bill for that on Saturday. So I hope that would be a very fun event for, for the community. And then, of course, on Sunday, don't come to church on 2 South Court Street. Come to church at the Sullivan Lake. It'll be our great annual lake service. We just moved it from August to June, trying to find a a little cooler day maybe for for folks to sit out and listen to a wonderful service, and we're going to have a baptism, and then following all of that, we're going to have a Jonah Fish Fry Lunch right there where we have church at the lake. So... Bring your lawn chairs. Invite your neighbors and your extended family. Bring a bunch of people out and join us. It's going to be a great, great time. We're going to have a snow cone bus for the kids and some games. So come out on Sunday the 25th and join us for Church at the Lake. If you have any questions about that, just give us a call here at the church. I want to share. It's a very short scripture, but it's Philippians 1.6. And this is as much for me, guys, as it is for you, but it says, Have patience. God isn't finished yet. And sometimes the weeks can get tough, and life can get crazy, and you think, how could I possibly be any more patient? And I I don't know about you guys, but as a kid, I always heard you shouldn't pray for patience, because God would show you just how much patience you have. But as I've gotten older, I don't know that that's so much true, but... I just think that that's a wonderful scripture sometimes when we are going through life and think, man, oh man, patience is not my strong suit. So I hope that's an encouragement today. I want to pray for you. Father God, thank you for this day. Thank you so much for Core Week, for community outreach, that we can take the church out of the building because we are not, the church is not this building It is who we are in you, Lord. And so I just thank you that we've been able to go out and just uh, reach some folks in the community. I thank you for the hands and feet who are making this week possible. So many wonderful folks have stepped up and are being your hands and feet, Lord. So I just pray you bless them. And I know there's some that we're not able to get out and help. So um, just find opportunities for us, Lord. As we leave this week behind us and we as we move into next week, that there will be opportunities for us to continue to serve you, Lord. I thank you so much for our Journey 101 class that's just finished up. I thank you so much for the folks that's touched. And I thank you for Peter who's put the time in on that. And and he, he has a heart for you, Lord. and And I pray that we are able to connect people to the church and to you so that we can grow them that they may serve you lord i thank you for all the ministries going on at crossroads but lord i just pray so much for our pastor search i know it's it's hard being patient and we're being patient lord and you waiting for our next pastor and i just pray that um you send that person to us soon that you have the perfect person picked for us so lord we're trusting in you that you have that person and and we're looking forward to that I thank you so much, Lord, for the lake service that's coming up. I pray for great weather. I pray that we have a great turnout, that people can come out and just fellowship together, Lord. Thank you so much for all you're doing for us. I just pray you give everybody listening a great week. And I ask all this in your very, very precious name, Lord. Amen. Well, thanks, guys, for joining. I pray you have a great week. And I sure, sure hope to see you at the lake on Sunday.